How were you not hearing me before? How I wasn't hearing the echo before. I don't know. What the fuck? Crowding the garage. I'm Corey Cope. Uh, I'm Freddie Wolf. <laughs> uh, so it's been a, a minute or three and a half or, months, or two, <laughs> or twenty, something like that. Oh shit! Well, let's kickstart for the first Monday of the year. Um, by the way, I was thinking about something the other day. I don't want to go buy this bullshit anymore. You know what I mean? I don't want to go buy this like, oh, it's this year. It's because you know. 10 years from now when we're past, hopefully past all this pandemic shit, it's going to be look at that an era. Like it's going to look at those years as opposed to a year. And I hate right. looking, you know what I mean? I hate looking at everything like going, it's all it does is make you just, it's just fucking drags you down going, oh fuck man. Right now, this is the reality of how we're dealing with shit. And I, I don't think one day, I, I mean, do you feel any different from Friday? <laughs> no, man. I mean, uh, like there is no spoon. Right. <laughs> okay, I don't, and we're going to avoid that too, I think, aren't we? Right now we can talk about it. Probably the most polarizing movie that came out in 2021. Oh, hey, if you saw Matrix Resurrections, go out there and uh, and share your thoughts on, on social media and Letterboxd or whatever. We both put our reviews up. Yeah. Um, well, no, you did. I only just put that I watched it. Yes, I, I think my review is up. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your review. <laughs> I forget what I even wrote, dude. I think I was, uh, uh was I on a plane when I wrote it? Maybe? Oh, no, you made a comment about that. Not had, you guys need a better editor or something like oh, that. Oh, yes, correct. <laughs> Hire a fucking editor. Get a better editor. Eh, I liked it a lot, a lot more than you. I liked it, which is, again, a lot more than you did because you didn't like it. That's fine. It is easily the most polarizing movie last year. I know a lot of people would might have said Halloween Kills, but I think more people hated that movie. And it's not even a dislike. People hate that movie or they liked it. Right. That's, I mean, it's, it's, there's middle ground on it. The middle ground is like, I don't ever see anybody actually love it or nobody that I respect anyway, because it's terrible. I mean, what are you going to do? Anyway, so you had a very limited break between wrapping for the holidays and now you're back. Oh, we should, we should point out right now. You are in, Back in Charlotte. I am. I've, I've been here. What time is it now? It's, uh, I've been here for four, about five hours. This is also the first episode we've done since you went to Charlotte. Correct. It's been very short prep. <laughs> very short prep. <laughs> and uh, you had to go through uh, a whole bunch of, of fun testing. Just be, and so you, you weren't even able to leave, but what, three days Right, three or four. Oh days yeah, after. man! I was. Uh, I literally. I left. I left here on the twenty sixth. I got home. I got home. I got back to California on the evening of the twenty sixth, or right. well, you know, Sunday. Yeah, it was late afternoon. Right, and you were supposed to roll out the. the 23rd. I was supposed to be back on the. I was supposed to leave Charlotte on the twenty third right. or twenty. Yeah, twenty third. Yes, the morning of the twenty third. Right. You know, so. Uh, but that was not to happen. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck, man. It was like. 
it actually kind of worked out, I guess, for you because there's a like there's a really high likelihood <laughs> fucking flight would have been canceled on around that time. I guess for Christmas Eve was when the cancellations were happening, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, one of the reasons, I mean, obviously for other reasons, I like I couldn't uh I don't want to go into it right now, but right. um <laughs> of course. Yes. I, I was I was shanghaied in Charlotte, as I like to say. <laughs> It's, it was a really weird holiday. It felt more, it felt less like December than it did even last year, even though there was a little more openness, you know, Joey and I went to go see a show. We went to a couple of movies, which was a lot more than we did in December of 2020. So it, it felt even though, but it still felt less like the holiday. I don't know what, why that was. Maybe because we'd already like gone through a year of, or gone through all the major holidays once before without being able to see anybody. I don't know. Um, for some people though, not seeing their family is probably a good thing. You know, yeah. some people, some people don't get along with their family. It was a really weird holiday, man. Like it barely felt like a holiday. And I don't know if that's because I, I didn't have Christmas, so to speak. I mean, I spent Christmas, <laughs> I spent Christmas here, man, in my hotel room. Christmas even Christmas night alone in a hotel room in Charlotte. Yeah. We did something with Melody's mom a couple of days ago. Oh, actually, yeah, last Wednesday. So the Wednesday after, um, we still haven't done anything with my folks who were supposed to come over on Christmas Day, and it didn't happen. My dad got his booster earlier in the week, and even though he didn't have any, um, any side effects from the first two shots, midweek he was, like, still kind of feeling under the weather, which he's, his health being what it is anyway. I anticipated the whole week of, of him not coming. And then my mom was going to come and, uh, we got that, <laughs> we got that week long rain that we get in California every once in a while where it just goes nonstop. Like it's the fucking monsoon season. This is SoCal monsoon season, monsoon season, right? That's what, <laughs> it was pretty nutty. And so I just told my mom, I said, mom, I don't want you driving down here. You know, there's a chance that she could have caught some snow going back to Lancaster. I'm like, I don't want that happening. So just go ahead and, and just hang out. We'll figure out another time. It's not like, you know, it's not like it's a, things haven't been totally fucked up anyway. I mean, I didn't say that to her, but it's just a general statement. So it was still good. So just, it was just the three of us. Well, Oswald too. And so he, uh, Oswald's boy. Oswald, dude, I tell you, he hasn't seen you in like four months, but just like last time when he hadn't seen you in like four months, he hears your name, dude. And he just like, he like perks up. He can be dead asleep and he'll hear your name. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> My buddy Oswald. How is Oswald? Right. It's not like you brought him food or something like that. You just give him the good rubs and he like, <laughs> he just hey, like, man. scratch my ass, damn it. Yeah. Slap my ass. Give me a little scratch. Come on now. <laughs> We're like homies. That's right. He, and he's, he's been loving it. We, I got this tortilla printed Sherpa blanket for the couch just to kind of keep warm. That dog adopted that Brent blanket so fucking fast, dude. <laughs> I think I've, if I haven't posted the picture yet, I'll put it on Patreon. It, it, it's ridiculous. Oh, you know what? I think I did. It's if you look at my Instagram and the Karate Pod Instagram, you'll see it there. It's the last thing that was posted. It was, <laughs> he's my little burrito, my little English bulldog burrito. There you go. I've been, I went back and watched Californication again, like all the way through, well, not all the way through because I'm like, there were some really just dicey <laughs> moments in the season, right? So I, I skipped a lot of big chunks, but that was like the one thing I did. And then I, I'm cautiously preparing myself to dig back into Bosch as the prequel series gets closer. And, uh, cause I still got two full seasons to go through of that. 
in the way I digested them last time, I'm afraid I'm like, I'm, if I started watching them now, I won't make it to some of them start airing it. Now, I th correct me if I'm wrong. IMDb TV with the prequel, right? Yes. With the spinoff. I should call it, I should call it a spinoff because it's got lots of flashbacks, but it's still got modern times in it too. So I, and of course, Titus's son is playing um, our, a young Bosch in it. And holy yeah, shit. Yeah, and the flashback stuff. <laughs> just fucking like him. It's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. It's like, it's unnerving almost. It is. Like, if you go back and look at Titus, it's like, it's some of his real early stuff. It's, it's scary how much they look alike. We, um, we saw Spider-Man in the theater, which was a good time. That We did that for Joey's birthday. It was really Seen cool. Licorice Pizza? You saw Licorice Pizza, yeah? Yes. Now, let me ask you this. Is it, is it just almost famous with less attractive people? Well, here's the thing. I don't have the big boner that, uh, for almost famous like everybody else does. I don't like almost famous at, at all. I mean, I, you know, it's whatever. I, I'm not a, I don't dislike it, but I'm not a, you know, I, I haven't seen it 47 times or anything. <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 th I thought, um, a lot of Heim was fucking great in it. She, the, the, the two leads were really good in it. And yeah, I could see the comparable between the two male leads of the, of the two movies that we we're just talking about uh, for almost famous and this are very similar, but I mean, I think it's pretty fair to say that's basically a, you know, how PT sees himself. I think that's a fair statement um, as a teenager that, that age. Sure. I mean, I don't know. Is he friends with Cameron Crowe? Uh, I'm sure they must be yeah. some kind of friends. I mean, isn't, isn't, uh, isn't PT going to remake the wildlife? <laughs> it's going to, He's going to call it Tower Records. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to call it Tower Records <laughs> or, or come down to the donut shop or something weird like Moby that. Moby Disc. Moby Disc. Aaron's Records. Those things are only funny for people that are from Southern California have lived Correct. here for an extended amount of time. Those things. Yeah. Those things only work if you lived in Los Angeles. Speaking of vinyl, the likelihood that we're going to have another shutdown, you know, is more likely than not. So I was thinking to myself, man, I need to go on a serious crate dig before things fucking go wacky. And I'm not talking about Amoeba. I'm talking about the, you know, the landmark, you know, record stores. I mean, make a day of it. Like get up at eight in the morning, which is not like me. You know that. At that point, you're usually up for like five hours and you've already done your five mile run. By the time I get up at five, if I got up at eight, um, I need to go hit all the big ones because I haven't done it in a long time. Um, uh, it, it's something that I, I, I kind of feel like I'm going to lean back on a little bit more because I missed, I totally missed out on the last record store day. There was some really good stuff. Um, but in, by the time I got there, it's like, man, I don't, you know what? I had barely, I had just gotten my boot, my, my, my second shot, maybe a few weeks before that with the, with the, uh, the last record store day. Did you, did you just miss, uh, did you get your third shot? You mean, did you just miss the one that was at Thanksgiving? Oh, shit, there's one on Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was uh, oh. Black Friday, Record Store Day. Fuck, I didn't know that. I was just thinking of the the, the June one when we, uh, yeah, the June one. No, they, they just literally had, I mean, they just had, oh. uh, you know, it's basically a Black Friday thing, but it, it's, you know, they do they do basically the same thing. There was a bunch of, uh, but man, it was so funny, like here in Charlotte, because uh, Paul and I went, my art director, yeah. and literally, I mean, they, they get so little because the, you know, they, the market's not big here. So they literally get just what the record companies think they can sell. Right. And that's it. Well, that's, that's much of nothing. Yeah. So like, you know, Hey, we got three. <laughs> no, in, in all of Charlotte and like all the record stores, there's three. 
You get to know so, which one. <laughs> you know, you got to know which one has one. <laughs> it's not like we have three. We have one, and then two other stores may have one. I don't know what that is, and why it had to be such a hard asses about it. And it does. There, it's not a collectability thing. I guess it is to a lesser extent, but I mean, it's not that expensive to make. And what they're charging for vinyl, you know, full length LPs these days is, you know, come on, just fuck it up. Like we, when Joey and I went, we went and saw churches at the Palladium and I haven't been to Palladium in, I mean a long time and that's only been the second you know show he's been to he he we went and saw Queen like four years ago uh, it was churches and then and Donna Missile opening for him and dude I was like we we sat up in the VIP balcony I'll post the pictures I, I didn't post them on I posted a, a, mar- a marquee photo I haven't posted a picture of Joey and I where we were sitting but it was an awesome show and he loved the shit out of it and it was a good time it was one of those things where, you know, this one thing this this last two and a half, well, almost, well, we're coming up on two years, man. March will be two years since we were locked down initially. And um, I don't want, I don't want, uh, I wanted to do something cool with him. You know, that's why I bought those tickets. I said, just, I need, I need to do this with him. You know, he's a, he's going to be, dude, he just turned 15. He's going to be fucking driving. He's going to get his learner's permit in four months, four and a half months. I'm like, <laughs> I, wrapping my head around that shit for a bit has been, you know, difficult, but he. I do. So, you know, being an only kid, it, you know, it, it does, you know, I am able to kind of splurge a little bit on him and not have another sibling bugging out and giving him a hard time feeling like he's the favorite. Because, I mean, if there's favorites in the house, it's Oswald, not Joey. <laughs> right. I don't push Oswald off the bed when it's time to go to sleep. I need him there. I get this weird security blanket thing about him. I have to put my hand like, like I, I have to feel him like right next to me. Like, I don't know what, how, how it is with the boys when you have them, when you're in your home, do they sleep with you guys or do they sleep on the floor or on the beds? Uh, you know, just Henry sleeps on the bed. The other two, you know, Ozzy and George, they just, uh, you know, they got their beds. They, George is too restless and he, you know, he yeah. has to get up and fucking be a pain in the ass in the middle of the night. So he just, right. he likes the floor. And then, uh, you know, Ozzy's too, Ozzy doesn't like to get on the bed. It's, you know, he's, I think it makes him nervous. He's also, you know, 50 pounds. So it's like, right. It's one dog, one dog per bed. <laughs> <laughs> like Oswald, dude. I mean, he's, a, you know, 75, 80 pounds. I haven't weighed him recently, but you know, because you know, the typical hip dysplasia that you get in, in like Rottweilers and, and English Bulldogs like him, I always pick him up and put him on the floor just like he has to go up and down those shitty fucking steep ass stairs. And I know that's hard on him. So I'm like, I'm not going to make it more difficult. I'm like jumping off the bed. So he'll just sit there and stare at me. <laughs> if I'm sleepy, I'm sleeping. He'll whine at me. I'll, then I'll get up and put him on the floor. And then. Right. He's talking to you, man. And then he'll run downstairs and I go back to sleep. Usually it happens at seven in the morning. Sometimes it's a nine in the morning. So. So it's, yeah. we were talking about the churches. So I went to a couple live shows here. Uh, I saw Southern Culture on the Skids, and then I went to see a couple. Well, one band. Have you? Do you know the band North by North? They're out of Chicago. Mm-mm, that sounds familiar. Do we? Do they? Do have they opened? Like, are they like a guitar band? Like old ninety sevens? No, they are a. Uh, but the old ninety sevens are coming here. That's funny, man. Like I, I told you, you know how it is. Like every city I've worked in, like <laughs> for the last seven years, right. I've seen the old ninety sevens. <laughs> They play. I saw him in. I saw him in Dallas right before the the uh, lockdown. <laughs> I right. saw him in New Orleans, Kentucky. But they're coming here. 
right at the end of my stay. So I probably will see them here. But no, North by North is a weird, uh, there's Chicago band. It's literally a drummer and a guitar player. That's it. You should check them out. They're on Spotify. You know, give them a listen. It's weird. You know, it's kind of a weird sort of Pixies. I don't really know how to describe it. You know, there's a Pixies vibe in there somewhere. And there's there's another, but they are really fun live band. Okay. But, um, you know, it's crazy here, man, is, you know, the, the shows I've gone to, it, they're Vax only shows, obviously. Right. I mean, I'm sure it's the same in LA, right? When the mm-hmm. Palladium is a Vax only, was that a Vax only show? It was a Vax only show. Yeah. Yeah. Which makes me feel moderately safe, but like now it, nothing makes me feel safe. I don't know that. No. I mean, literally man, for the next 17 days while I'm here, like my, my exit date is the 19th is what my, what my travel orders say. So mm-hmm. I'm here till the 19th. I can't really, I feel like I'm going to be a prisoner. It's, it's going to be work and then my hotel room because, you know, and once I'm done, yeah, I'll, I'm going to go and I'm going to start living my life and I'll probably get Omicron and then be over, be done with it. Um, cause dude, I swear to God, I landed here today, right? While I was in the air. When I landed, I got six texts from people who all have COVID. Jesus. All got it over the weekend. Wow. Um, and then a friend, a friend of mine is on a show. And they had seven people. They're supposed to start, you know, a big tech scout or something, or maybe they're supposed to start. There's something tomorrow, but like there's seven people test positive. That's a lot. So, and, and two people's flights got canceled from LA. <laughs> wow. To wherever they were headed. It's, it's crazy, man. I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, look, like we're all going to, we're not working tomorrow. We're testing, but who knows, man? I mean, I don't even know. You know, like I'm saying, my 19th, but my 19th might stretch out till the end of the month. Jeez. You know, I just have to, you know, I feel like now, dude, it's so weird. I feel like, you know, people with the sniffles now have fucking COVID. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you think you got a runny nose and you got COVID. Yeah, I've been, um, yeah, my allergies. Too. Okay, so I am, again, I mentioned the monsoon season. As soon as the monsoon season, <laughs> the next day. It was nice and, well, mostly cloudy and rainy. I mean, uh, sunny, I should say. But a fucking guy, Santa Ana's came, dude. <laughs> the only the only saving grace was that it, it rained for, you know, six straight days. So it wasn't as dry as it had been, which would have been brutal. But it's been so cold that the heater's been running in the morning. And then I wake up with a fucking headache because my sinuses are all dried out now. That's been a fucking drag. But so the, my my trouble is this, is that, Benadryl is the only thing that like works for me instantly. I have a daily, um, I sort of take, I think I take once a day, but if I get the sniffles, I don't want to come to work fucking with sniffles. People fucking look at you cross-eyed. No, yeah, <laughs> it's the worst. I'm like, I don't like, I don't want people to think I have that, but um, yeah, man, it dude, right. It's totally like, you can't even sneeze in public without fucking, it's like the end of the goddamn invasion of the body snatchers. Fucking people start pointing at you with their mouths open. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> By the way, since since uh, you mentioned that, that 4K for the for the 78 Invasion of the Body Snatchers is so fucking rad. I want to pick it up. Is is it Arrow? Um, fuck, I think it is Arrow. Yeah, it's one of the few yeah. 4Ks they released. Um, but the the Blu-ray is is all off that same master. It's really nice. And we've talked before about about you know HBO movies that were like on cycle, but this is like. Invasion of the Body Snatchers used to be on home box office. I gotta say it. I don't know. I've mentioned that before. It went back before they started abbreviating HBO to, it, to HBO. 
it was on like fucking three times a day, but it wasn't on until like after five because, because Brooke's boobies, <laughs> you right. see it at the end. It's, yeah. Brooke topless. Yeah. So you, I mean, I remember that being a big thing. Like, like between that and 16 candles, man, we got like boobs at, at a, in a PG movie and then, and it just stopped, you know? It, oh, by the way, if you have never seen the new remastered Jaws that came out when the 4K got released, you could even, and the Blu-ray is the same way. I don't know if they still would have had the PG movie. <laughs> well, yeah, man, there's a, there's a lot of movies I looked at now that are like, I'm like, this is PG? Holy shit, man. This fucking would be not even, this would be R now. Like, it wouldn't even be PG-13. It would just be an R. Yeah. And you get, and, and just for no other reason of the opening scene with the skinny dippers. You, other, no other reason that they said fuck three times and you saw boobs. Yeah. Oh, West Side Story. That was good. I mean, there's no nudity in it, but... <laughs> was good i love the original so i was really skeptical but i really love the shit out of it yeah i didn't see i didn't see it the only new movies i've seen let's see what i saw i saw, I saw the matrix i saw licorice pizza right i saw the uh, Macbeth. the i saw the cone the Macbeth oh, thing right, right. um where else house of gucci right which is hilarious it might be the funniest movie i've seen all year now everything is all fyc right yes yeah uh, screener time, everybody. Screener time. <laughs> so I'm gonna tomorrow. I'm gonna watch uh, Nightmare Alley again. I'm a big fan of the original. It's like one of my. Fa- it's like one of my top ten noir movies of all time. I so. heard. I heard it's less of a remake, but um, it's a reimagination. Reimagination. I wanted to see it, and then we t- we took Joe and we took Joey for his with his friends to the Lemley to see it. By the way, our Lemley in Newhall is still maintaining the 50% uh, capacity. So we took the whole row minus the 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 two the three seats on either end, but eat, but but those seats were blocked out because our because we had the whole row. But dude, Spider-Man had almost every fucking screen and Nightmare was like had three screenings a day. It was like it was in one that was it. One the one screening, one movie theater, three times a day. And I, I refuse to go to the Regal because it's a fucking shit show there. But no, I'm looking forward to seeing it. So so yeah. So Nightmare Alley. Um I'm glad see, that's a good thing. You were able to come home and scoop up all your DVDs. <laughs> I dude, I had a pile of them. It was like fucking ridiculous. I mean and it's funny because I got duplicates of stuff. And plus I got, you know, plus they send you digital links. All right. Um, so like everything I have a hard copy for, I have a digital link. Cause and I'm just like, why didn't they just give me the digital link? <laughs> why, right. why, why send all these DVDs that I have to throw into that, you know, the crate that I have that has all right. the, the screeners from the last five years in it. Um, but that I may or not have dug through. That you may or may not have dug through. Yeah. Um, it's funny, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I did bring a bunch of that, a pile of those things back. So I'm going to slowly get through that. The one I want to see is the Jane Campion movie. A power of the dog. Power of the dog. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to say year of the dog, but I was like, that's not even close. But it <laughs> Ghost was close. Dog. <laughs> Just one. It was a powerful year for the dog. Um, yeah. So that that's on my list. There's some other there's some other cool things on my list. Um, you know, I am actually gonna watch uh probably if I can force myself to stay awake. I was dead tired because I got picked up this morning at 345 and I got to LAX at 450 and my fucking plane didn't board till 735. Oof. Now, so did you, now did you go all the way to LAX? Oh yeah. Uh, there's no, there's no direct flights I from Burbank. I didn't think there was. <laughs> no. 
I mean, you know, it's fine. You know, they sent a car to pick me up and it's, it, but you know, dude, trying to find my house at three forty-five in the morning mm. when you're a limo driver or not, you know, a, <laughs> not a limo driver, but, uh, no, I know you know mean. what I mean? Like a yeah. dry, you know, the, the guy was like, uh, the, the lady, she was very nice, but she called me. She's like, I'm at the end of a very long dirt road. And I'm like, yes, you are. So I had to go and stand out and flag her down with, you know, I had to stand up on my driveway with a flashlight and like wave down to the road. And she's like, Oh, I think I see you. Like, yeah. It's three forty-five in the morning and it's cold as shit. <laughs> and you know, she just thinking to herself before she called you, she just talking out loud in the car. Um, this is the beginning of every fucking horror movie I've ever seen. Yeah, totally. This is how people get killed. This is a horror movie. And there's a guy up there flagging me down with a flashlight. <laughs> I'm going to get murdered. I, I felt bad. She was very nice. I felt bad for her. Uh, I'm going to throw this out there real quick, man. Like there's a, I've been burning this album since I've been here. And I've, it's, I've been listening to it almost on repeat. It is 1997's Retreat from the Sun by the, uh, the LA band That Dog, who if you're not familiar with That Dog, they were around mid to late 90s. Kind of feel like they were kind of out of Santa Monica. But um, they were on tour with Weezer and Teenage Fan Club, and they're from that time. But Retreat from the Sun is a great record. It's on Spotify. You can pick it up. I'm hoping it'll get released on vinyl. I feel like there's a doc somewhere out there on YouTube. And I think Maya Rudolph. Oh, yeah, maybe. I lost you. <laughs> and he was gone. 30 solid minutes before he completely dropped out, at least before he was just making noise and I could hear it. But he's still connected. I'm looking at he's still connected, but he's not hitting the board. No audio's coming through. You gotta love it. So I lose you? There you In go. In the middle of my plug for that dog? Yeah. What happened? That was weird. They're sending out some girl wants to fuck with our shit. Yeah, man. You know, they're from the same, they're from that same time period as Letters to Cleo and, you know, Space Hog and, you know, all those fun 90s bands. If you, if you, if you go to Weezerpedia, <laughs> they are listed on the Weezerpedia page. Weezerpedia. That's, I mean, really, that's all, you know, I think I feel, I feel like we caught, we've caught up everybody. That's what I've been doing. I'm here making a movie. We, we talked about it back in October. And it's not Florence Pugh, by the way. <laughs> I it just know, looks but like it looks her. like her. Yeah, I'm not saying it doesn't. No. We'll, we'll save that for another time. <laughs> <laughs>